Good morning, noon, and night. How are you guys doing? My name is Ryan. I'm the producer of the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. And today we're going to be doing a best of July episode for the year of 2023. There were so many good episodes in this month, but I wanted to highlight two for you. So without further ado, I'm going to hit this intro and let's get going. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. So the first thing that I want to highlight in the first episode I want to highlight is with Joe Graham. Now, in this clip, we are going to be talking about what you need to do as a salesperson and as a sales teams. This is building great sales teams. So, you know, we have to make sure we bring that tactical side and give you some clear advice on taking your sales team and your sales skills to the next level. Let's take a look. Consulting side, businesses. What is like the overarching thing, the number one thing you immediately point out that they're doing wrong in their sales process? Talking about them and their business. Number one thing, because customers do not care about your business. They don't care about you. They don't even care about your solution until they know you can help them. So yeah. if you can actually get them to start, like if you're talking more than your customer, you're losing in the beginning because yeah. you're trying to find information out about them. You're trying to do different things so that at the end you can come and say, hey, now my business can do this, but you base it off of their pain points and their stuff. New salespeople do this all the time. Customers, especially entrepreneurs, because they're really excited about what they're doing. They yeah. talk over their customers. They do this. Oh, and I can do this, and I can do this, and that. And they're like, um, I just wanted to know if you do this one thing. Yeah. Make your life easy. Find out their pain point. I customize a solution for their pain point. Mm -hmm. And then they just increase in sales because now you're not wasting time. You're helping the customer. And it's sales is so simple, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard because we're – our tendency is to talk about ourselves. Our tendency is to over, over, uh, over compensate, mm -hmm. you know, to make sure like, Hey, anything you could ever want to solve, I can solve it. And I'm the expert, you know what I mean? And you're going to work with me. It's going to be like magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Whereas they just want you to, like you said, they just want you to solve that one problem, provide them with a solution and then you're in good shape. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I, you know, I had a, a, a client that did all their sales calls virtually, right? So they had a mm -hmm. sales deck and uh, their sales deck was 32 slides. Oh, no. And I'm like, okay, you literally went through everything that's good about your product, every feature and benefit, and that's great. But what I can tell you right now is your clients don't care. Yep. And you're, you're exhausting yourself just for them to say no. And then you got to turn around and do it again the next hour, you know? Yep. So let's get this down to five slides. You know, and let's not open it up until we've identified at least three, three pain points, mm -hmm. you know? And so once we, we got that in place, their conversion rate went from 11% to like 22%, just like overnight, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. hundred percent. And because they're listening finally, just like you said, you know, so it, it surprises me. It does not surprise me at all that that was the, the number one thing for sure. And so is there kind of a, a structure that you follow? Like, do you do an audit process first? And then go into basically, all right, here's the pain points in your sales process and here's how we're going to solve them. Or, or is it more, we're just going to start here and then we're going to work our way through these steps. 
I audit. So because I'm used to talking to people and I'm used to talking to CEOs and CFOs with my day job, mm -hmm. I'll get the business owner, the entrepreneur, whoever they are, and I get them on a call and I have them tell me about the business. And because they like to talk about it, they do. And I have them yeah. tell me about their sales process and their client and all the different stuff. And then I customize the plan toward what they're trying to sell, their needs, their wants, their type of stuff. So like to give you an idea, I did an insurance company recently. They do Medicaid for elderly people. And I might say they're on Medicare, Medicaid, one of those groups, right? Yeah. I customized their plan on how to greet the elderly person, you know, set the call up, and then how to overcome the different objections. And they increased by 30% because their, cust or their reps were at, the beginning going and following a script of just talking about the company, talking about the company, talking about the company. Well, when mm -hmm. I went in and I said, Hey, connect with them. Kind of like you do with door knocking. You're talking to right. grandma. So talk to yeah. you like you're talking to grandma, you know? Yeah. And they came in, they, they were empathetic and they connected with them. Hey, we just want to help you out. We switched that. Then when they would give the objection, we switch it back to helping the customer out. And that's kind of how that one worked. And I just mm -hmm. do that with any company I'm with. It doesn't matter B2B, B2C. It's still the same process, but you just need to find out, hey, what are their pain points? Why are they struggling? Is it you're not connecting with the customer? You're not prospecting mm -hmm. enough? Your message is not the right message for who you're hitting with. You're not okay. finding your ideal client. What is it that you're going to do? So I, I don't do the, and I'm just going to say, I don't do the Grant Cardone, this is the only way you do this, bang, 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 bang them. Right. I customize it, set it up for them, because in the B2B space, it does not work that way. So in that episode, we talked a lot about what joe does he is a sales coach um and it's and it's kind of like what doug does as well so he he teaches sales teams mainly in the business to business space so in this in this particular clip i wanted to highlight um a couple of things the first one was listening to your client right and this this works in in a couple of different senses, right? He was saying that most people, whenever they're trying to sell, they're so excited about the product or the the service that they are selling that they forget to stop and listen to the pain points of the clientele or the person that you're there to service. Um, and the next thing that I wanted to point out was talking to them like they're a regular person, like having a legitimate conversation. Those two things I think are, are super important when you are trying to build up your sales skills. Uh, one of the trainings that Doug likes to do is selling the way customers want to buy. You cannot sell the way customers want to buy if you're constantly trying to force them into a mold that you've already created for your ideal customer. You got to find out what who that customer is, what they like, how they are, and then adjust yourself to fit into what they are already. I think that's super important. That episode has so many gems in it. It's golden. You should go check it out whenever you get the chance. The link will be in the show notes below. The next episode that I want to share with you guys is from Mar Michael Sartain. And we're going to talk a little bit about branding and marketing. One of my favorite subjects. Let's take a look. Things that I've also seen is that older content creators, like guys who've been doing this for you know 15 years or whatever, they're used to posting only really good photos once a week in order to keep their content going. And now this idea of posting four times a day, they, they just feel like it's way too ostentatious, but it's what you got to do to win now. And it's really, it was honestly Grant Cardone who kind of started us all down this path. 
Grant was posting 10X. like 10, yeah, 10 <laughs> times a day he was posting. And there was this really funny conversation between Grant Cardone and Brad Lee where Brad's like, listen, Grant, dude, oh, you're posting so much. Like, I'm going to have to unfollow you. Uh, this is this is crazy. Like every five seconds, I'm seeing your advertisements and I need you to like stop posting so much or I'm going to stop following you. And Grant is talking to Brad Lee. He goes, you don't even buy my shit anyway, motherfucker. And then hangs up on it. <laughs> Freaking love that. And, and he thought he thought that Grant was going to ruin his brand. It's the opposite. It's really funny. Mark Cuban said the same thing about the NFL. Mark Cuban said that because the NFL has was going to have Saturday games and Monday games and Thursday games, it was going to be too much. And the complete opposite happened. The NFL exploded because of, of the more content they're creating. You're doing five reels a day, but the NFL is posting games on more days and they're doing games in Europe and they're doing all these other things that they're doing, all this mm -hmm. other content that they're making. The excessive amount of content, for whatever reason, people love it. That model kind of got started by Netflix. Netflix subscribership goes up the more stuff they flood the channel with. And when, you know, dude, have you ever gone and looked at someone else's Netflix account? It looks completely different than mine. My Netflix account is full of action shows and historical war shit. And then I go mm -hmm. on my girlfriend's Netflix and it's like completely different. Her shit is just like, Beautiful. you know, five love language shit and all this. It's a completely yeah. different experience for her than it is for me. Why? Because they flood us with content. So for a lot of people that may be very discouraging, I can't. What would used to happen is I would write one book or I'd make one awesome video and that awesome video would go viral. And then I'd have a business based on that. It doesn't work like that anymore. You have to just right. content is king. You have to flood. And, and at least for the time being, that's the way things are going to work until they don't work this way anymore. And then once that happens, all of us will just pivot to whatever the new thing is, because those of us who are successful and I, I, I'm telling you right now, if I had Wes Watson on this call, if I had mm -hmm. Bradley on this call, if I had Ryan Steumann on this call, if I had Dan Fleischman on this call, if I had Ty Lopez on this call, all, all buddies of mine, all numbers in my phone, I'd like them all these guys in my birthday party. If I had them on here right now and I said, the new thing is this, the new app is this, what would we all do? We're whores to what works. We would do whatever the new thing is. Wouldn't even think twice about it. We do not care. We do not hold on to our previous beliefs about anything when it comes to marketing and sales. We quickly are a whore to what works and we will change to whatever the new thing is immediately because social media is fake, but the money's real. So that's the only, re that, so we don't really get care what the new thing is. We're just going to do whatever. If everyone, listen, if Rumble takes off, which could happen, if Rumble takes off because you because of YouTube censorship, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, YouTube has walked back some of their censorship because of the explosion of Rumble. If that happens, also you'll, you're going to notice TikTok is going or TikTok and Instagram are going to roll back some of their censorship because of what's going on in Twitter. They have to. It's just supply and demand in the market. If that starts happening and, and everybody goes over to Rumble, you know I'm going to be the first guy over there to Rumble. I'm not even going to think twice about. It. Easily one of my favorite portions in the month of july um so go ahead and look up who michael sartain is i could i could give you a list of things that he does i'm not going to i think you guys should look it up or just go watch that episode it will be in the description below so what i think is super important for us to see and to realize from this episode is content is king um, I've I've had a chance to talk to several business owners and entrepreneurs who are a little apprehensive to the idea of creating content, but you 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 have to go with what works. We tell you guys all the time that people buy from people that they know, like, and trust. People are learning to know, like, and trust you through social media, through the content that you're putting out. Um, 
I recently started posting a little bit more on my social media for various reasons. Um, and I've, I've seen wild success from it mainly because I needed to, I started doing it mainly because I needed to show uh, a couple of my pro bono clientele that it actually does work before they decided to, you know, question me. I know we've done it for Doug for a couple of years, uh, but you know, they still had some questions. They still wanted to see if it was actually true. So I started doing it just to prove a point. Content is king. The more content that you have out there, the more you are going to be seen as an authority and go where it works. Uh, Michael made a point that if Rumble all of a sudden took over YouTube, then everybody would pivot from YouTube over to Rumble. It's true. You need to go where the eyes are. You need to go where your audience is. If you're not where your audience is, then what's the point of you posting consistently and uh, with your quality up? It just won't be seen, right? So thank you guys so much for this short episode. I know it's it's a little short, but those are the two main things that I wanted to um, get out of the month of July. The first one being from Joe that you need to listen to your customers. Another thing from Joe, you need to talk to your customers like they're normal human beings, have real conversations with them. And then the second thing from Michael is content is king. Your brand is your everything and be in the places where eyes are actually on you. That might be some conviction for some of you guys to go get some thread or not threads. Yeah. Get threads going. I know I need to get on there too, but Hopefully this was helpful for you guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, please like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts. And join our Facebook group, Building Great Sales Teams. Again, that's Building Great Sales Teams on Facebook so you can get all the tips and tricks that we share each and every single day so you guys can build your sales teams brick by brick. We will see you guys next time. And Doug will be back to give you guys some more tactical knowledge. Have a good one. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We sure do appreciate it. As always, be sure to like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Building Great Sales Teams, so you can get daily tips on how to get your sales team built brick by brick. We'll see you there.